Let's get straight 100. I said, I'm keeping it straight 100. You like to donate to the Jack Daniel Foundation? <laughs> <laughs> Rocking with my dog, Jack, on everywhere you want TV. We everywhere you want. What up, what up, what up, world? This your boy, Jack. And we back again with another episode of The Brigade Podcast Show, hosted by yours truly. Broadcasting from Opella Studios here in Pasadena, California, on this rainy Tuesday, April the 7th, 2020. Me and my crazy-ass friends, we back at it again. Like I said before, you never know what the topic going to be. You never know who the guest going to be stopping in to the brigade. But today's guest, via Hawaii, via phone, due to the social distance that we have been have to adhere to via mobile device. My crazy ass best friend, none other than Ivan, Yvonne Gutierrez. What up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing pretty good. Just out here in Hawaii, living the dream during this coronavirus. Stay stuck inside. You know, how's it over there? It's good, man. Same, same shit. Um, we've been getting a lot of rain here in old Southern California, but other than that, man, it's same, same shit y'all probably going through. How's the island though? Island's pretty good. I don't, hasn't really peaked here yet. Um, uh, get about like 17 to like 20 new, new cases here every day. So it's not, not too crazy. I think it's starting to slow down. Uh, you know, now, uh. I'm going to start going back to work next week. Uh, so now, anytime we go into a DOD building, we got to be putting on masks. So <laughs> I think that's the norm. Are they going to make it like where it's uh, an authorization of uh, 670 dash? Uh, is that dash one, I think? Yeah, dash one. <laughs> so it just can't be, uh, can't be solid colors. Not too crazy. So you can't go in there with no Gucci, with a Gucci mask on. Nah, I gotta leave the Gucci mask for the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can just picture somebody coming there with a with a damn with like the the mask with the damn teeth and the like the bikers be wearing and shit. Like, hey, bro, oh, come on, bro. It's gonna be somebody on Monday. I'm gonna be like, what are you thinking? It's gonna be some private. Oh, sorry. I thought I thought I could wear this. <laughs> as you as you say, as always, you know, it's always one, and that's always yeah. like. Uh, hey, Sergeant, I thought I could do this. I, you know, I thought it was cool. Well, my team leader said it should be fine. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I got your team leader. Yeah, so, with and with that saying, man, because, you know, my brother, we, he currently serving. We both currently serving. And as as always stated, this is a military-friendly podcast show, uh, present and past. So, shout-out to all the prior service. But we always do this. Shout-out, uh, salute the service. Shout-out to the United States Army. Shout out to the United States Air Force. Shout out to the United States Navy. Shout out to the United States Coast Guard. Shout out to the United States Marine Corps. And shout out to all state National Guards and all state reservists. Did I say that right, bro? Like the reservists, they all, it is all state, right? Like all stay at home reservists, Army reservists. Army reservists. My part time warriors. That every time I see you, your uniform be toe up. 
Yeah, so shout out to all of them, man. And also shout out to all the uh, medical staff, uh, every every medical personnel that's out on the, the front lines of uh, battling this uh, um, invisible invisible enemy. Shout out to them who's out there doing it with battling the COVID-19. So big shout out to all medical facilities uh, across the continent. But yeah, bro. Um, what up, man? We're checking in. How the family doing, man? No, we're doing good. Um, things are kind of different for uh, for Dana right now because uh, she's got to work from home. Mm-hmm. You know, in her line of work, working with uh, children with autism. Yeah, like shout breaking, out, shout out yeah, to sis, man. That's routine, that's you know. So like, everything needs to be. They have like their own routine. I don't want to say like OCD, but like they have to do a certain thing at a certain time every day. Mm-hmm. So for for them staying home takes them out of the routine and. You know, they'll they'll act out. You know, they'll have some type of behavior problems because they're not used to the routines and they can't really uh, express how they they're feeling and stuff. So, um, so she's kind of worried about that and how you know, like if they don't go back to the school uh, this year, how it's gonna affect them whenever they go back to school next year. Um, they're gonna re- she's afraid some of them will regress and all the progress that she made this year. Um, will kind of be uh, forgotten. Yeah. So for her, just doing that, and she's been making some videos here and there uh, of her daily routines that she, you know, would normally do in um in her class. And she sends them out to the parents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It watches, it. so that way it's not. They're still kind of just hearing her, seeing her, and you know, going through their routine there at home with the parents and stuff. But um, other than that, man, like we're good here. Jacks had a, a little puppy. He just yeah, I seen that man. And we was talking. I was talking to Dana, uh, but nah. Before before we go into the Jack story, hey man, you know, huge shout out to Dana man because uh, and, and as far as for all the teachers too because, um, uh, man, they doing some. Well, a lot of parents right now are are, are being teachers and, and and um parents, but there's still some teachers that out that's out there that's teaching the kids and. Um, I know she's doing a, a humongous thing as far as with the autism kids, man. That's that's a courageous job. So shout out to her for that, man. Um, and kudos and tell her, man, we we appreciate that. Love her much dearly for that, for real. Um, but I seen that Jack's uh, Jack's been doing those late night strolls. Yeah, Jack's got it in. <laughs> Jack, hey, hey, what I used to say, uh, beeper still beeping. <laughs> too sure if it was gonna um they were gonna have a litter just because like it was our first time and it was uh his baby mama's first time so we didn't really know uh if the pregnancy would take and it did and he has uh seven puppies seven yellow yellow and chocolate laps um and we're gonna be getting one here in a couple weeks man i would but you know, before I ask, you know, I would love to have a uh, one of his 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 kids. But uh, are, are we sure that's Jack's babies? Uh, that's what I said, Jack. Hey, uh, why are there some blonde babies in here? <laughs> <laughs> He's, you know, he is a chocolate lab, and you know, his baby mama's chocolate, and got some yellow yellow pups coming out of there. I was like, I don't know, Jax. That's that's been him eating too much pineapples and coconut on the island. 
But uh, hey, and then you know I was looking at uh, it was a uh, it was a meme that is I said not a meme or meme is it meme or meme? It is a meme, memes, yeah. Meme, but they did a meme. Well, not they didn't do a meme. They did like an actual skit where they had Jerry Springer on one side and it was, and they had the dog. Oh. And they were saying, uh, uh, and they said something about. I guess they said that the Jerry Springer said like they had them play like a regular show and they were like, "You are not the father." And the dog took off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like hey, that should be like we should do that with Jackson. Make sure that's his kids, man. Let's bring him on Jerry Springer. <laughs> Jax, you are not you are not the father of all seven kids. You could probably just sit there, sit there with a look on his face, just like I told, I knew it. I told you, don't bring this puppy in my house. I know, right? Like, don't bring that puppy in my house. I told you, I wasn't the father. I wasn't sleeping with Cheryl. I was not sleeping with Cheryl. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, mom, family, brother, doing good. Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? What is this guy talking about? I'm just going based off what he said, okay, guys? <laughs> yeah, because he's a certified... And he's and he's doing... He's in the dental field, though. Oh, he's a no, pharmacist. He's a, he's a pharmacist, yeah. Oh. So then he goes, back and talks to his, he goes back and talks to the doctor again. And was like... He says, I'm fine. Could you test me for coronavirus? And they said, no, sir, we cannot test you for that. Because you haven't... So at the time, they were only testing... Uh, individuals that had either had some type of contact with someone that already tested positive yeah. for coronavirus. So yeah. my brother was like, what? My, he was like, I could have came in contact with somebody because, you know, he's a pharmacist. He hands medication to people that come in there. So they were just told him to, you know, just stay home for, for seven days, uh, see if it clears up. He stayed home and got a little, little free vacation. Uh, but now he's fine now. So he, so he, he did not have the coronavirus. No. Yeah, that's good, good though. That that have been scary because we yeah. don't we don't know what the hell the symptoms is half of the time. That now they're saying that the tiger is was a tiger that had the shit in uh in the Bronx. Oh, the Bronx. Boogie down Bronx. <laughs> in the Bronx, in the Bronx Zoo. You know, I just blame Carol Baskin for that one. <laughs> That bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> hey, you know, you ask Joe, he'll probably have bitch Carol Baskin. 
<laughs> yeah, you probably said Carol Baskin. She did it. She did it. That that you know all this came down to Carol Baskin. It's like man, that shit was crazy, man. I still think that that woman fed her husband to the Tigers though. Oh yeah, she had to. She had God. to, bro. It just doesn't make sense. She never wants that. I don't even think. I mean, I've watched that docu docu series at least twice, maybe yeah. three times. Did this whole uh, you know work from home thing. Um, but not once is she saying that I didn't kill my husband. She was just like, "Why? Well, I don't even know why they keep saying that." <laughs> and then when she was just like, "Oh, if you wanted a tiger to attack somebody, they, you know, the cologne wouldn't do anything." It was, "Oh, yeah, it's yeah." Spike. If you want them to get jacked, you you know, gotta cover them in sardine oil. Yeah, like, I mean, like what? The, like what? I'm like what? Like this bitch know the deal, man. Like. And then the way they were showing her, she was riding the bike and shit. She was just riding the bike after they was just talking about. Oh, <laughs> I tell you what, man, it's those are some weird individuals there. Yeah, because I was like, bro, what the hell? How the hell? How the hell does she get away with this for all these years? Now, mind you, now she owned, and we gonna get into our topic, but this is crazy. Now, mind you, she owned the damn. And she owned like a damn, uh, uh, like a rescue zoo. Yeah, the big cat rescue. But she was making money off of people coming to see the animals. Yeah, so so where Joe was paying, Joe was paying his his workers, right? Yeah. Carol Baskin, she did it in a way where like she didn't have to pay anybody. She, she did everything off just off of volunteer work. Yep, smart. And she was making she was making all this money. I was like, man, people are just Stupid. there's real to be like. Yeah, I'm volunteering. It's like, come on. Like, and people were there, and she, it was messed up, man. And she was just like, you know, some people have been around here for five years, and I don't even know what their name is. Yeah. I just wearing a red shirt. I was like, what? <laughs> she said, what she said? <laughs> like, what? What? She was like, uh, one girl, she she said, yes, I've been working here for three years. She said, oh, yeah, no, you just looked at like a familiar face. I'm like, bitch, how you don't know who all working at your, at the rescue plant? <laughs> It's just weird. Everything that transpired in that whole case where it was like, oh, she snuck into her 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 dead husband's uh that lady. She uh she had all like his will. Oh everything. yeah, yeah. Went in there, broke in, stole it, stole everything. Worded it. Yep. And now his his his, his ex wife and kids only got ten percent. Of what his what he was worth, and she took everything out, and she had, and you know, and I, I guess like in Florida, you gotta wait like five years, so like five years and a couple of days, she, and then now she's she has ninety percent of, you know, and, of his net worth. And then look, and then she was saying, then the then the the, the ex wife was like, uh, she told the ex wife, she said, yeah, um, I'm I'm uh, yeah, you damn right, I'm scared of Carol Baskin because she was saying that like. She even told us if we, if we, because they said they was talking to the police or something, right? And then she yeah. was like, if you, if y'all continue to talk to the police, I will cut y'all off. Yeah. And she was like, you damn right I'm scared of Carol Bass. And I was like, man, this woman, then they showed her riding the bike and she was just. <laughs> but you know what's crazy though? You know what's crazy? Is that the fact that, that these, these, these guys, they, they allowed Netflix to come in there and do this docuseries. And yeah. This was over years. Like, these yeah. are like video and film for years and years. Like 
You know what I'm saying? Not once did they think that, like, they're incriminating themselves. Joe incriminating himself. Yep. Jeff Lowe. Yep. Doc Antle. Doc Earth, Antle. Like, everybody, in, like, with, I don't know, man, you just gotta be smart. But they, they said stuff about themselves in there, and they reported things that they were doing that, like, it's just wild. And now, I read something, I think it was on TMZ. Yeah, she. Uh, by Carol? week. No, like, next week. Uh, they're supposed to do like a Netflix is supposed to put up a one episode about uh, Jeff Lowe. Yeah, cause he, cause he, they was supposed to arrest his ass, cause he incriminated himself so much on the show. Yeah. Even Carol Bat, because I, I looked it up too. She had went, she ended up going to court, and she lost a lot of money because she was like doing. They found her guilty for like embezzlement and like like laundering money, stuff like that. Like so, she, she been back and forth in court. With just all kind of bullshit, but at the end of the day, man, I'm like with Joe, like, cause when at the end, <laughs> mind you not, mind you not, Joe had a song for everything. <laughs> this nigga had a song for pouring coffee. He had a song for Carl Baskin is a bitch. He had a song for, like, <laughs> yeah, everything, everything. But he was saying though, like, this, she, like, she gonna get her, she gonna get her day, man. Like, she eventually get her day, bro. Karma. He kept saying karma, karma. It's gonna come. Come, karma's gonna come back I got again. Karma yeah, but that's you know that's the life of of what we are dealt with with in these quarantine times and looking at Netflix. Not once did I think I would ever watch that. Yeah. I'm sitting here. I was sitting there one day. Uh, I was a little like a lot of you. I was a little turned up. Yeah, on the booze. On the booze. <laughs> yeah, I got a little cray cray here in my house. <laughs> I had my own little little party here with old Dana, and then I was sitting there, and I was like Tiger King. What the? F-? Yeah. And what got me was is. His damn hair. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was like, what the hell? Tiger King. Like, this guy doesn't look like no damn Tiger King. You know, I'm drunk. just like, oh, boop. Turn it on. Watch that first episode. And I was like, whoa. What did I just yeah. watch? Yeah. I was like, I got to keep this going. Dude, I watched the entire docuseries. Like, I binge watched the entire thing that night. <laughs> I didn't go to bed until 4 in the morning the next day. <laughs> Yo, this, this, I'm, man, I'm telling you, man, but... That's that's the life. I'm about. I think I'm about tired of. Uh, I haven't watched nothing since then on Netflix, minus the um, the uh, Madam Madam C J Walker series, okay. which which was produced by my partner LeBron and Maverick Carter. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's good, but it, it's it's based off a true story. But you know, I got a homeboy man that's that's big in a lot of stuff. You like they was lying about a lot of shit. So, um. It's it's a good series to watch, but you know, like you said, man, you'll probably be at work next week. I see, I foresee everybody being to work probably by the first of May and everything getting back to what it's supposed to be. I'm not no damn weatherman or the reporter or CNN reporter. I'm just, I just yeah. foresee that. Um, but what I have been paying attention to though is which never fails, which never lets anybody down about times like this is. Motherfucking sports. Yep. Sports in NFL particular has been the number one thing that's popping right now in the world. So I ask you this. Huh? Day one and day two of free agency. That was a wild time. Yeah. Oh, nah, this is soon to kick off, right? 15th? What is the 15th, 20th, or the 20th, my bad, the 25th, right? 
Oh, the the draft, yeah. But I was talking about the um the first two days of um oh, free agency. Free agency, yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. And that's why I want to ask you, like, the current state, the current state of sports right now during the COVID. What what you think about it right now? Um, I mean, I, I think it's it sucks for for us that you know, especially like for me, like I don't watch nothing else really. I got some Netflix in there sometimes, but when I yeah. come home, I like to turn on TV, watching 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 games. You know, if yeah, I exactly. the games, Sports Center's got like oh the the highlights of like all the sports that happen uh, in the day. Um, but I do think that it was smart to shut everything down, um, just so you can everybody can get a hold of this, you know, coronavirus and just try to stop it from the spread from spreading. So I mean. I think it helps out some teams. Uh, a lot of teams that uh, they have a uh, you know that are plagued by injuries, you know, gives the you know the, them time to uh, to get healthy again. Yeah. Um, because you know that's the thing though. If it pick back pick up the sports back up, you know they're going back into the regular schedule, like regular scheduled games. Yeah. So you got to think like the NBA. You got players that. Might have been out for like an extended period of time. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, like oh, now like it's been what a month, month and a half. About a month, about a month. So like you gotta think like, and those guys are professionals, man. They're getting like all types of care to get better. So like we got right off the top of my head. I don't know if you know Clay Thompson is gonna come back this year, but now he, he might be back. If they make well, no, they're not gonna even make the playoffs. But if they were going to make the playoffs... Yeah, he'd be like, back. He'd be back. And he might be back towards the end just because he's been out for so long. Like, you get, get all this time to, to, you know, like, get better. I don't know, man. Uh, baseball, too. You had a whole bunch of guys that were going to miss opening day. Yeah. Because of the injuries, they're going to sideline them for a couple weeks. I think now, half... I think what it was half of... I think it was, like, half of, half of the Washington National players was going to miss opening day. Some Astros was gonna miss opening day. Um, yeah, it was gonna be a, a bunch of ML, MLB players that was gonna miss a bunch of uh, miss opening days. Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, they yeah, both yep. were gonna miss opening day, yep. and now Giancarlo Stanton it looks like he's getting like he's ready to go. He said, "I think Aaron Judge, uh, I think they said that he would be ready to go whenever the season did kick off." So, yeah, you know, those two big. Two, two major parts of, you know, their offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, just think that, I, I don't know, man. Like, it sucks, but I think it helps out some of the some of the teams that, that this stuff happened. No, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, Clay Thompson, if, like you say, just to say scenario-wise, because I do think once, and I, I threw, a, I threw a, a date out there, uh, like May. Even if everything kicked off in May, man, in the playoffs, I think the NBA would pick up. Cause me and you was talking about this via text, and we were saying, and I was, I, I was foreseeing the NBA championship being in August for the first time ever. You know what I'm saying? Like I can see that because I, I do think the NBA could be one of the sports that could put themselves back into um, playing during the summer. You know what I'm saying? Like scratch the yeah. summer league. We just gonna play June, July, and August NBA championship. Boom. Then that'll lead everybody into 
the NFL, which yep. was trying to get rid of exposition, you know, was trying to get rid of the uh, exposition games anyway, which gives prime real estate right now to be like, okay, look, NBA, we gonna give y'all those three weeks that we was gonna be even be doing, you know, regular exhibit games and let y'all take those three weeks. And the only game that the NFL probably display would be, which I think always makes sense and I think they shouldn't get rid of, is the NFL Hall of Fame game. Play that one game, give the fans that one game, and then everybody go about their business and we back to starting the regular season the following week. You know what I'm talking about? Because by that time, yep. that should put college still ahead of them by one week because it always been like that. College always been ahead of them at least a week ahead or two weeks ahead. So that gives them opportunity to still keep that same schedule. Yeah. I still think that uh, they're going to play some the preseason games. I think, it's just, I think it's just with the – they're just going to have to figure something out, obviously, with uh, with TV rights and stuff. Yeah. Like I have to figure out um, scheduling games and stuff like that. I know I just heard something about NHL. They don't know if they're going to come back or not, I think. I might have read that wrong, but I don't know if they think they're going to come back just because they don't – There's like a, between all the teams, it's like 189 games that are left to be played. Yeah, that's not gonna make that's not gonna even make sense. But uh, yeah, because yeah. right now would be what right now would be right. Will right now be the Stanley? No, Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup normally comes by October. Mm. I'm wrong. I think. I think that's right before. I know it's always in like October or something, right? September. Both of us doing research. Yeah. April 10th. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming up. Oh, yeah, so it's supposed to be coming up. Man, the last year, 2019, it's, uh, yep. Stanley Cup's playoff began April 10th. Yep, so it'd be right now. Yeah, and they usually end around, uh, well, last year it ended June 12th. So. Yeah, you're right. And then the season kicks back up around October. Yeah, they... NHL don't get a big break, but uh, <laughs> yeah, which is I think is a good sport. Now it's a good sport. I'm not, I'm not knocking NHL because I go watch a couple of games and, uh, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. When I was living in New York, I was going to Ranger games. Yeah. It's yeah, a so. good atmosphere. I like I like hockey. Yeah, I like hockey too. No no deals on hockey. Nobody calling uh, saying that I be discriminating against hockey. I love hockey. We just don't know. Scheduling, like, yeah. You know, scheduling is, is like just there's some of you guys out there that might not know the whole, you know schedules of baseball, yeah, or cricket, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, <laughs> cricket, cricket's supposed to be going on around June time, by, yeah. by the way, when everything is dead because that's the only shit they'd be playing on TV be cricket, volleyball, and Tell you what, golf. Though, and this tennis. Whole, this whole thing that happened, all sports were uh. Suspended. Started watching ESPN 8, The Ocho. They got some wild stuff. Oh, yeah. video. Like slap ball. I don't know, man. It was just wild. Whoa. And it's like, you get to that point where you're just like, man, this is what my life is like. My life is really revolved around sports. Yeah. I'm over here watching things. And you know what? It was exciting. It was exciting. <laughs> and then it got to the point where like, all right. 
I'm not I'm not talking shit about anybody that likes to gamble on sports. You yeah. know, I like to do it. And I started doing it during football season, during uh, college football. Yeah. You know, the money I was making, I think I had like a 65% win rate. You know, like it was pretty good. I, mean, I, was, I, was, I was doing good. And then out of nowhere, it just, it stops. You know, and I'm just like, oh no. And my buddy that I, that I bet with, he was just like, bro, what are we going to do? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, man. And then a couple weeks ago, they started uh, started opening up betting for uh, live Madden games. <laughs> and uh, I tried it. And you got killed. Yeah, I lost, a, I lost a, you know, I lost a, about 100 bucks. And you know, this is the prime, t- yeah, this video games. No. Nah. This is the prime People time. Their minds. Yeah, video gamers. Are, this is the prime time for them to be like, I'm about to take everybody's money. I'm about to kill everybody in the streets. I'm about to do everything. So this is the prime time for video gamers to get their shit together and come out the woodworks. Just like under, just like all the, the nickel and dime drug dealers right now. They back in the game right now. I just wanted to throw that out. Oh, so talking about let's talk about soldiers real quick about all this sports and stuff like that, right? Yeah. All these guys are like, oh, yeah, I'm ranked in Madden. I'm ranked in 2K. I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah. Right? And then the first week, we weren't supposed to do anything. We had one kid get arrested. He got apprehended because he was trying to get one of his friends away from the MPs and was like, I'm his, I'm his squad leader. And then he tried fighting them away, and so he got resisting arrest, right? So then I had to tell my guys, I was like, listen, I was like, this is what you guys were born for. Your generation was meant to, to play video games. To play video games. Not, not only are you in the army now, right, serving your country, but you get to serve your country from your barracks room playing video games. Exactly. Just stay out of trouble and play video games. <laughs> that's, yo, that sounds so real. That's real, though, man. That is really real. That's true. Yeah. Cause when we was, if, if if you look at back when me and you probably was privates, if something like this happened, bro, we'd probably be insane. We'd probably go crazy because it's only so much of the, the Sega Genesis and the PlayStation that you can, the discs will keep skipping. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers been in through the damn. Was Wi was Wi Fi even popping at that time? I came in and I, I was in '03. Wow. Yeah, it was hard. Think, it was still hardline, right? It was hardline. Yeah, but even then, like where I was living, I was living in a trailer. I ain't getting anything in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not with all that uh, that metal and teal. What that? What's what, what's on top of the trailer? Uh, I don't know. concrete. It, no, metal. It's, it's, no, it's like it's no, like I had no signal in my in my barracks room. I had to go damn, outside. What, what the hell that is on top of trailer, man? Teal. They're not teal. Tent. 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 Some tent. There you go. Tent. Cause so tent, tent, tent. Yeah, tent and anything inside there is not. It's not. There's not the problem. Man, like trying to talk to somebody on the phone. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a sandstorm. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I'll, call, I'll call you later. <laughs> so you already know the Wi-Fi was not about to be popping in there. No. I think when I went back to Iraq in, in, in 11, they had they started having Wi-Fi. You could pay for Wi-Fi. No, you even had to plug into the wall. Yep. And, and you know, and then that internet wasn't even working. It was a hit or miss. Uh, yeah. 
good yeah, times. Man. Yeah, good times. So yeah. what do you think? What's going on, man? What's your take on the sports world? I'm, I'm with you on everything what you were saying, man. I think everything, um, it was, it was, it was necessary that it stopped. It, it should have stopped. Um, you know, I, I don't think it would have been right us watching no game. Same thing, you know, with just any sports, man. I don't think watching no game and seeing, like, the fans not inside the stadiums because that's who made the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who made sports what it is today. So, not to have them in attendance. And I felt where LeBron was coming with that. No one thinking it was selfish. But if it had to come to a point where the only way we could watch it was for them to get back into an arena with no people in it, uh, you know, yeah, do it. But at the same time, though, it's on the yeah, it was only right. Like, just shut it down. Let's figure out what's going on. And then, you know, it's going to always be there. And we can get back to that, man. Like, that's the least of our worries, though, to be honest with you. So, but the free agency is crazy. a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, that's, and I think that was the biggest thing where a lot of owners was fussing about. They lost a lot of money. And it would have been, even, even if they would have went back to doing sports with, with just the players in there. There's only so much money you're making from the TV network. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, TNT, TNT ain't about to give you no damn check for what you'd have probably made for having an, uh, an attendance of 82,000 people. You know what I'm saying? Like, off of ticket sales and jersey sales. AT, uh, you know, TNT and TBS and ESPN is not about to cut no check to no owner and be like, hey, here you go. This is uh 500,000. Take that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Yeah. So, it was, you know, a lot of owners was mad, though. But, you know, I, I can feel the patience. The patience is probably getting on a lot of people because, like you said, they're all missing out on money. Just imagine that owner that is, because we don't, we don't like to talk about that. Just imagine that owner that is that has done some stupid shit with their money. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. DJ McCombs said, like, out of 480 players in the NBA right now, about 100, 100 and some of them are living paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. And that's how I, I believe it. I believe it's it too. Bunch, it, it's just a bunch of young kids. Just like we, we came into the army. Yep. 100% we're living paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. Accumulating shit. Not knowing. we used to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up. Yep. Before, even before we joined, like we were living paycheck to paycheck. Yep. Our parents were living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like for them, it's like they get all this money. Bro, if I was young, making all that money, I'd, I'd probably be like, hey, uh, can I borrow 20 bucks for some gas? Yeah. Even, uh, even a professional uh, player, you know what I'm saying? Like that first couple of years, of, yeah, I'd be, I'd be buying all sorts of things that I never had before. Yeah. So, and it's just crazy, man. And then especially yeah. just trying to take, take you know, some of them coming out the gate and they buying their they parents' home because that's, that was some of their motivations. But, you know, hey, shit, right now, you know, I, but, you know, I don't know if they still getting paid or not. I, to be honest with you, you know, I don't know. I know, um, Barcelona, the soccer team. Mm-hmm. A lot of those, a lot of the players, they took pay cuts because, and, and they agreed to it because you know, like soccer players get paid. Yeah, they get, they get paid a lot of money. Even the, even even your substitute sitting on the bench that probably will never play a game or making more than football players, basketball players here. Um, but yeah, they took a pay cut, and I know the Lakers organization they're gonna they're asking um, some of their top officials to take a pay cut. During this time, um, I think they should. I mean, yeah. all the red, like all the. I feel like most of their money now is coming off of like 
uh, TV revenue. Yep. Have those big contracts with the fucking with the television uh, companies. Um, you know, nothing's coming on. Uh, ratings are down. Yep. Obviously. Across the board. So I think I think they should take pay cuts. I, I agree. With you. I think they should take Just pay cuts. Too. And then Adam, was it Adam Silver? Yeah. Adam Silver's talking to Trump, saying that he wants the NBA to help pave the way to get the economy back to where it was. Don't know what that means. Don't know what that means either, but that is brilliant. That's some economics that I do not know. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to read more into it. That came out about a week ago. Um, I think that just them trying to, you know, put put their name in 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 the, in the midst of a crisis where you can say, you know, the NBA was there for the people of America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Adam Silver. I like Adam. Silver. Yeah, I like Adam Silver too. He's a good business. Like he's had a. I don't know if he has any business background, but whatever he's been doing to like, he's he's making the NBA better. Hey, he That's is. The, the you know the late um, NBA commissioner. You know, nothing, nothing bad about him. You know what I'm saying? But, like, he, this, he's got, like, a little more of a vision when it comes to, um, you know, new playoff, mm-hmm. the way he wants to do new playoffs. Uh, he wants to do, like, a mid-season tournament, kind of like soccer. Like, I don't know how that's going to work, but I do know the way they set up the All-Star game, this past All-Star game. It was awesome. Bro, it was that awesome. was the best All-Star game that I've seen in, in years. Definitely. Because they put some competition Especially towards the end, like yeah, like the guys are playing for like their charities, right? Each team has their charities that the you know they win by the quarter. So oh, you win this quarter, you get a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, you know. And it's it's like an incentive. Now these guys are actually not just playing for themselves; they're playing for like a, a charity. And at the end, you know, 20, doing the whole thing for twenty four points. Yep, for for Kobe. For Kobe, uh, I think they should keep that. They had to keep it, yeah. I keep it, and I like it. I like now it. The, you know, dude, that was bad. That was that, that was the commercial the, breaks. They were just—it's like a long pickup game. Well, yeah. You remember playing pickup games where you're just like, oh man. Yeah. You know, first one yeah. twenty-one. Oh, yeah. All right, by two, you gotta win by two, and then it, it's just over and over. It's, it's over back and, and over, back and forth, back and, back and forth. Back and forth. It's like, god damn. That's when it's gonna be over. Yeah. We yeah. was in here watching. I was telling Ken, I was like, man, this is just like a pickup game. Brilliant. You know, everybody competing. And it was it was like they was out there sweating, like Gondas I think what busted his lip, he was bleeding. This there was some blood spilt. Like, yo, that was the best man. That was out, out of all the crap that happened this year, that was the best. Like, Kyle Lowry taking charge in charges. the All Star in the All Star game. He don't he don't even take a charge in the real game, and for him. To- <laughs> It was good, man. I liked it that man. That was like that was I was like, damn, this this is the the best NBA All Star game since a kid since shit as a kid because Jordan the man even gives that much intensity. Nah, you know? it was all offense. It was all offense. It was all offense. People playing defense. Like I say, they were sweating. When motherfuckers were gonna sit down, they were sweating. They kept the starting five in, and the motherfuckers that was on the bench wasn't even tripping because they was like, oh, this is crazy, like. What man? What's going on? They got, like, a front, they got a front row seat. Front row seat. One of the best like pickup games ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my boy Kawhi Leonard coming out with MVP. Say what you want about Kawhi. Kawhi you know, is that bad man? Man, Kawhi ass man. 
you know, I was thinking about this, this break, the break that he's on, bro. Like, especially right now. He shouldn't come. It's good in the squad. Yeah. I wish they had this break whenever he was with the Spurs. He might have never left. He probably wouldn't have <laughs> left. He probably wouldn't. No, but, he would have left. I, I feel like he, they, they treat, in his eyes, they, they were thinking he was a liar. Like, I don't know what happened, man, but I, no matter where the Kawhi goes, man. I love Kawhi. Just like LeBron James did. LeBron James is a transcendent player. Yeah. He's one of mine. You can't really compare him to Jordan. So no. When I'm sitting here watching, you know, first take, uh, you know, just all these talk show hosts, you know, they're talking about like, oh, LeBron, is he the GOAT, Jordan? Is he going to surpass Jordan? You can't really compare the two. You can't. Because they got completely different games. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, like, they two two different people. Like, LeBron is not, LeBron is not. Jordan in no fashion. The the closest person to Jordan I would say is Kobe. You know, late great Kobe. Um, Kawhi is a different animal. Like like who you know, you can't compare him to nobody either. Like they in their own they on they in their own boat, man. Same thing with like you know with with Kevin Durant. Yeah, I don't I don't see who he can be. Uh, uh, you know, well I don't, the closest I can say I can give him. From length wise is is, is is Julius Irvin. You know what I'm saying? Cause Julius Irvin could dribble the ball, you know, he can take you off a dribble and he can you know what I'm saying? But as far as like the way this dude would shoot the ball, like Kevin Durant in his own league. So later on in life now you can start really saying, oh, okay, we're looking for the next Kevin Durant, the next LeBron. And I don't think you're gonna ever see one. Just like with Zion. I don't think it's I don't know who to compare him to. Like I can put him with a, a Charles Barkley in the damn that's the only person I can see him. And I know it sounds crazy. Like, right now, I see Barkley him. Barkley and a young Kemp. Uh, yep. Most of them is a Sean Kemp. A Sean Kemp. A Sean Kemp and a damn Barkley because he's just a dog, man. And But how long, and, you know, how long could you, how long you think he can keep that up, you know, that intensity? Because, you know, jumping, all that jumping and shit, same thing like jumping out them planes, man. Them knees yeah. go out, bro. You know? I don't it's just right now the player I think kind of has a Jordan mentality as far as like like facilitating for your team like putting up points becoming a, a scorer but still plays defense as hard as, as Jordan did it's Kawhi I'm not saying Kawhi is the next Jordan I'm not saying Kawhi mm. is better than LeBron you know what I'm saying I just think like if you're comparing them you gotta look at it Kawhi has qualities, the same qualities that, that Jordan had coming up. Yeah, LeBron, he's just an animal. Yeah, he's a facilitator. No matter, no matter what, if he if his team needs him to score, he's gonna score. Yeah, they need him to rebound, facilitate, get other people to score. And he's always been that way. He's always, he's never been one to. Okay, I'm King James. I'm gonna take the final shot. If there's a better shot out there for him, he's gonna pass it. He's gonna pass it off. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing wrong. Everybody's always talking, talking shit, saying like, "Oh, like LeBron James doesn't have that that killer mentality that you know that cutthroat mentality that Jordan had, mm-hmm. and Kobe, you know that that uh, Westbrook has. No, he has to say he has it. He just does it in a different way. Yeah, not good. Those two players right now, I think, are are the best. Kawhi and LeBron. Yeah, just because 
Kawhi has Kawhi has the whole package. You know, he's just quiet. He's just a quiet guy. You got uh, but I don't know, man. It's it's hard for me because I try not to be biased. You know, Kawhi won you know two championships. Uh, with the Spurs, but LeBron James is just an animal. Just growing up watching him play, I don't know, man. Like, what do you think? Like, unbiased opinion right now. Oh, all the time as far as like, what? Who's the best player? Yeah, I mean, just like, who do you think? I don't think there's gonna be another LeBron. Just like, there's not gonna be another Jordan. I think. Do you have certain players that are gonna come up? All these young guys like Luca. Hmm. He's gonna be nasty. Yeah, he's gonna be na- he's gonna be very nasty. Um, but LeBron, I think, has done more for the game of basketball than I, th- I think we'll see for a very long time. Oh yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree with you on that one. Um, whether whether the rings matter or not, you know, because we quick to say we get into these rings, you know. But if you look at it, you know, shit, you know, Michael Jordan hadn't attempted to even touch Will Chamberlain. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we can, it can go on. Like, he, he hadn't even uh, attempted to touch Julius Irvin. You know, so, like, it's like, you know, I, I, I you know, rings play a factor. Yeah, I think rings are more like a, uh, I got my master's degree. You see it? So I can talk about basketball you know what i'm saying uh that's how they portray it to be like that but you know all those players that 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 won rings and and i respect lebron for it as much as a lot of people hate it like you say he passes the ball when there's a good shot that needs to be taken and if he know he can't take the good shot he gonna pass it if it's if it's open and he's very passive um he understands the team concept you know, whether we go out and he say, I need somebody else to play with me. It, it's, it, it takes a lot. A lot of people don't don't look at that. It takes a lot for some, for a person at his caliber. Just imagine if John would have said, and I think he kind of sensed it when they played Detroit the first year against Isaiah Thompson. I mean, they were whooping it. They, were, they, they bullied their ass. They played bullet ball against Jordan. And Jordan, yep. Jordan said, I need to go get in the gym, and we need, that one person that can come in and give us that extra intensity to help us. And he, he, he been eyeing Robin since those days, you know what I'm saying? Cause he had seen the caliber player Robin was. So for him to say that, and like when Robin did the 30 for 30, I think Robin made a, 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 a Robin made a, a, a statement where he was saying, you know, John wanted him to come play. And he said before that him and John would never, and he say still when they was on team that him and John, they never hung out like that. He said, Jordan asked him to come there and do what he was supposed to do, and that's how he took it. You know what I'm saying? So for a player of that caliber to say, hey, man, I need somebody like an AD or I need a Kevin Love to come help me play, bro, that's that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit there as a, light, a, a lot of people don't like to say this, like a mellow, and don't ask for help or uh, in the sense of, but you got other players that, that are like that, that don't like to ask for help, and they just think they can get it. You know, because D-Wade could have been like this when LeBron thought about coming to Miami. Hell no, I had to win a championship with, LeBron, uh, with with Shaq. I don't need you here. You see what I'm saying? Yep. You, you, if that makes sense to what I'm saying? Like, 
Damian Lillard, he already said he's not leaving. That's, that's, see what I'm saying? Like, not chasing rings. He's not chasing rings. And a lot that's of people good. can get frustrated. Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. If we if I go my whole tenure here in Portland and don't win a ring, I can live with that. Same thing with Charles Barkley. Barkley took the route and they clown Barkley, but I think he's and Barkley's definitely in my top ten. I don't care what nobody says. Nobody say I watched Barkley play and I think Barkley is in my same thing with Carl Malone. Not just because he's a resident of Louisiana, but put Carl Malone against anybody at that time and that motherfucker would clutch. He was a battle, like he, like hands down, battle. You know he battled. You know what I'm saying? Like so, certain people like that, they, 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 they was just, they was cool with the, with, with what they was, what they was, the, the card that they dealt. They ain't actually get traded. They weren't trying to run, and that is, I'm not trying to contradict myself, but they probably needed help. But they just didn't. That wasn't. They, they weren't trying to do that. They weren't there for that. They were there to play ball, and they had a good team with it. They didn't have the Johns or the Stocktons or the you know the, the you know they had Kevin Johnson and that hey I figured we can win with this person if we couldn't win with this person we couldn't win with this person I take that and go about my business. Yep. Cause Charles, cause, cause Barkley, if you know it, Barkley could have joined the Rockets that year when they went back to back. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. But he didn't. And and I think that would have probably been a stacked team. They they would probably blew, even if they had played Jordan that year. Because a lot of people like to give Houston that that that. Oh, Jordan wasn't wasn't in the league those years. Oh, Jordan wasn't there. Wasn't Jordan there. Wasn't, wasn't there. They would have they would have smashed Jordan. I think even if he was playing. Yep. Yeah, you saw what Orlando did whenever Jordan came back. What? The young Shaq. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. And I think, and in another thing too, I think Shaq probably would have been Shaq would have probably been in Orlando because he 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 stays in Orlando. He owns a house in Orlando. You know what I'm saying? Like off season, he always went back home to Orlando, so he considered the, the shit home. And a lot of people, I think, a lot of GMs don't look at that. Like if you get somebody invested like that, where they, if you hear them say. And I, I think it's the same thing with, with, you, with me and you being NCOs and we sold and like we got soldiers under us and they we paying attention to, to what they do and how they maneuver and they, they say, I'm going to go buy a house. We all at Fort Campbell. We all Fort, Fort Bragg. I'm going to go buy a house here. In your mind, you like, hey, bro, hey, fool, you know, you still got like eight years left in the army. You're going to probably leave. And if the soldier responds to you with, this is gonna be always be my home, son. So I'm I plan on retiring here in, in North Carolina or, or Kentucky. Why not invest more into this? You know what I'm saying? If you know, like so, if he knew that, if Orlando knew Shaq bought the house, then he was invested on making that his long time permanent stay. Bro, do whatever you gotta do to get that man some some help. Straight up, hey, a p a penny Hardaway, take take this pay cut. Dennis Scott, take this pay cut. You know, let's get. They brought Horace Grant down there for that year. They made the run, but they needed they needed some more help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To play against Houston at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think another good shooting guard would have probably helped them. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know, bro. You know. 
Now we now we showing our age because now we talking about ninety five, ninety six stuff. You know, a lot of these youngsters gonna be like, bro, what do you dudes talking about? What? Yeah. I know, yeah, right? What 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 are they talking about? So I don't know, man. But yeah, man. You know, I, I see I see you cowboys, man. I see you cowboys oh. making some moves. Some, yeah, but uh, are we making the right move is what I want to know. No. You know what I mean? No. And you know Adam I can't. Smith. You signed Adam Smith. That ain't played a game since 2015. Bro, what? what? Where you did... gonna sign, you're going to sign an old one year, $4 million. All right? You still got... Okay, at this point, we, we should all just think, like, I don't know if they're going to give Dak... Contract. Dak wants to stay in Dallas, and if you know what, if I was Dak, yeah, he signed that. He signed that franchise tag. Mm-hmm. I would sign it again because NFL is about to get a TV deal too, just like the NBA did. Yep. In two years. In two years. So, all these guys are doing one-year contracts, two-year contracts. It's good. Try to make those contracts worth fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Just got, they get they, they get injured. Yep. But if their stock keeps better, if Dak keeps getting better and better and better. He's gonna make, be able to make way more when these new TV deals come out. When the the uh, you know salary cap goes up, so maybe they're playing it that way. And if they are playing it that way, if you wanted to add somebody, uh, you know, a defensive end. Oh, that's what y'all need. The Lord is asking price. Who? Today, Connor, he was asking for upwards. 20 mil, 20 17 mil. That was 17 he, or 18 He went yeah, down to 17 Yeah now he dropped it down to 17 18 Well I wouldn't pay so him that much why money why are you going to sign Alden Smith When you got this, a young pastor Alden Smith's still young too Don't get me wrong But what has he done he's, he's had trouble in the past Everybody's always like Oh let's give him a second chance But let's not forget He had a second chance When he went with the, with, with the, uh, with the Raiders With the Raiders you got a second chance with them, and you wanted to act stupid, bomb threat in the in the in the airport. Then you got you know DUI, gun charges. Yo. like come and yeah, he, he did have most sacks in the first two years of his career. He still holds that record. It's like thirty six and a half or something like that. The, the bomb. It's, it's some crazy. Number. The bomb, the bomb threat came because his ass was on some other stuff. I don't like to put nobody in that predicament, but the bomb threat came because he was on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? And he had stuff on him. And he's like, oh, I forgot to take this out. <laughs> you know, like, so, for them signing him, I don't know, man. It's like, what are you thinking? And yeah. then it, I, I, I like Amari Cooper. I do. I like him. I think he's a good, because of him, I think it opened up a lot for Dak Prescott and the offense when they picked up Amari Cooper. But why give the man? Hundred million dollars, and, and the last game. They didn't even give this Bryant that much. Money. No, and I I love Amari Cooper. Got it, I got it. But I'm telling you, man. In 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 the go to in the go to scenario, I'm not throwing to him. He didn't drop the ball too many times for me, man. He, Ivan, he's dropped the ball too many times in those scenarios where I'm like, I'm not about to go back to him no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm serious, man. 
Yeah, but you know what? First couple of years, this Barton had that same problem. He Just did. More practice. More practice. More practice. And I like how, look, Des Bryant's been working out with Dak. They're try, I think they're trying to sell to McCarthy. Be like, bring him in for a year. You wanna, you wanna give all these these players that ain't played since 2015 a chance. Why not give, why not give Dak another shot? Yeah, put him in a slaughter suit. Cause you know his his uh, receiving tr- uh, tree rock, like it, it's not that big. But he runs a fake. He runs. He runs. Slants. Slants. That's it. That's it. So he ain't going no farther yeah. down. He ain't. He ain't go doing no. Go up against some linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, but at the end of the day, though, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. Yeah. You know. And we're gonna take a quick break. If you want to find out more about this show, if you want to know what happens and what we continue to talk about, tune in to part two. It'll be dropping soon. Continue to listen. The Brigade Podcast Show. Me and my crazy-ass friends. We out. And thank you guys for listening to episode three, which is a part one, part two edition with me and one of my crazy-ass friends, my best friend, Yvonne, via Hawaii over FaceTime. Tune in, man. Continue to support the podcast. It's available on Apple. It's available on Spotify. It's available on Anchor. Man, go download Anchor if you're a brand new podcaster. If you're starting a podcast, go download Anchor, man. It's going to distribute and it's going to uh, push out your podcast to different platforms, man. So definitely download the Anchor um, app or put it on your computer and log on. And um, that definitely will push out your your uh, content. Hey, man, as I said on every ending episode of my podcast, as usual, once again, I want to let this be known. We are still trying to solve the case of my brother, Sergeant First Class Tristan Antoine Jackson. If anyone has any kind of information, please, 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 please get with your local PD or get with your uh, or call Crime Stoppers, man. Definitely call Crime Stoppers. If anyone has any kind of information regarding the death of my brother who was shot and killed in front of his mother's home, in January, um, which has been three months right now since his death, and we're just trying to close this case, man. If you have any information, please do not be um, a hesitant. Or be, please don't be uh, hesitant or be scared to share the information. Nobody cares about your name. We're just trying to close this case. His mom, his moms deserve that. His daughter deserved that, and the family deserves that. So, if you have any information regarding Sergeant First Class Tristan Antoine Jackson? murder case please go and report it at crime stoppers in alabama or in birmingham metro at the number is 205-254-7777 once again the number is 205-254-7777 hey let's get us some closure man and um you know don't be scared man we need this close Thank you for listening to the podcast once again. Keep tuning in. God bless.